the diagnosis of hand, foot, and mouth disease. Key phrases from the dialogue, fever and rash. Has your daughter been around other children recently? ¿La niña ha estado con otros niños últimamente? In Spanish, it's common to refer to a child as el niño or la niña. Yes, we had a party last weekend. Sí, tuvimos una fiesta el fin de semana pasado. As we are describing the end of the week, el fin de semana, we use the masculine form of the adjective pasado. Tuvimos una fiesta el fin de semana pasado. And there were a lot of kids. Y había muchos niños. Había muchos niños. When we use the verb haber to say there are or there were, it is always conjugated in its singular form. Había muchos niños. How is her appetite? ¿Cómo está su apetito? And here we use the verb estar rather than ser because we are asking about her appetite right now, not her appetite in general. She takes her bottle. Toma su biberón. Nothing else interests her. No le interesa nada más. That's very unusual for her. Eso es muy raro para ella. Generally, she likes to eat a lot. Generalmente le gusta comer mucho. My sister-in-law told me. Mi cuñada me dijo. Mi cuñada me dijo. That hand, foot, and mouth disease is going around the school. La enfermedad de mano, pie y boca se está propagando en la escuela. Her son has it. La tiene su hijo. La tiene su hijo. And we use la to say it because we are referring to la enfermedad. What is that, doctor? ¿Qué es eso, doctora? This is a good question, señora. Esta es una buena pregunta, señora. Hand, foot, and mouth disease is a common illness in children and babies. La enfermedad de mano, pie y boca es una enfermedad común en los niños y los bebés. The word enfermedad is used to say both illness and disease. Listen again. La enfermedad de mano, pie y boca 
¿Es una enfermedad común en los niños y los bebés? And it is caused by a virus. Y es causada por un virus. It presents with a fever. Se presenta con fiebre. Ulcers in the mouth. Úlceras en la boca. And a rash with blisters on the hands and feet. Y un sarpullido con ampollas en las manos y los pies. Now try it all together. It presents with a fever, ulcers in the mouth, and a rash with blisters on the hands and feet. Se presenta con fiebre, úlceras en la boca y un sarpullido con ampollas en las manos y los pies. Sometimes the child has just the rash or just the mouth ulcers. A veces el niño tiene solo el sarpullido o solo las úlceras en la boca. And most cases get better within a week. Y la mayoría de los casos se curan dentro de una semana. Using Tylenol for the fever. Usando Tylenol para la fiebre. And making sure the child drinks enough fluids. Y asegurándose de que el niño tome suficiente líquido. So, to say, to make sure that, we use the reflexive verb asegurarse, followed by the preposition de. And given this is a phrase expressing influence over the subsequent action, it is followed by the subjunctive. So translate the phrase again. Making sure that the child drinks enough fluids. Y asegurándose de que el niño tome suficiente líquido. Now let's put the whole phrase together. Ready? Most cases get better in a week using Tylenol for the fever and making sure the child drinks enough fluids. Y la mayoría de los casos se curan dentro de una semana usando Tylenol para la fiebre y asegurándose de que el niño tome suficiente líquido. Thank you, doctor. But you know what? Gracias, doctora, pero ¿sabe? I am very worried about her because she isn't acting normally. 
Estoy bien preocupada por ella porque no está portándose normal. The verb to behave is reflexive. Portarse. No está portándose normal. And she still has a fever. Y sigue con fiebre. The verb seguir is very useful when describing a situation that continues. Using the verb seguir, try saying he still has pain. Sigue con dolor. She's already been sick for three days. Ya lleva tres días enferma. Note how we use ya to say already, ya lleva tres días enferma, and the verb llevar is another way we can describe a situation that continues. Try using llevar to say, I have been waiting two hours. Llevo dos horas esperando. Then I recommend you bring her to the office. Entonces, le recomiendo traerla al consultorio so that I can examine her para que la examine. And here we have the trigger phrase para que, which is always followed by the subjunctive. Para que la examine. And we use the word consultorio to say doctor's office, not oficina. So let's try the whole phrase again. I recommend you bring her to the office so I can examine her. Le recomiendo traerla al consultorio para que la examine. Okay, when should I come? Muy bien, ¿cuándo debo ir? Now, in English, we say, when should I come? But in Spanish, when we refer to a movement from our current location to another, we use the verb ir. Therefore, in this case, when should I come translates to, cuando debo ir. Okay, señora. Bueno, señora. So, you've just heard two ways to say okay in Spanish. Bueno, muy bien. I'll transfer you to my nurse. Le paso a mi enfermera so that she can schedule you an appointment. Para que ella le programe una cita. Le paso a mi enfermera para que ella le programe una cita. So here we have two great verbs, pasar, to say to transfer when you're on the phone, and programar, to say to schedule. Now try the whole phrase again. I'll transfer you to my nurse so she can schedule you an appointment. Le paso a mi enfermera para que ella le programe una cita. See you soon. Nos vemos. Nos vemos, which literally translates to we see each other, is a great way to say goodbye. Nos vemos.